You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Welcome to uh, Campus Review. This is Wesley Kington speaking with Professor John DeVay, Associate Professor of Accounting at Macquarie University. And we're talking about the changing landscape of scholarly communication driven by technology policies and culture. And we're wanting to pose the question, is social media an appropriate channel through which to share research? Uh, thank you very much for joining this mo- me this morning, uh, Professor DeVay. Uh, thank you, Wesley. And I'd just like to ask you to, um, to talk about, just talking about the advantages as an academic of sharing research uh, in the social media sphere, such as creating an online presence or profile for yourself, keeping followers and the general public, public updated about what's happening, and uh, creating collaborative research opportunities. Can you briefly talk us through some of these main points? Well, I mean, the, the main thing with um, using social media is that you broaden your impact out to a wider audience just other than academia. So the traditional publication uh, method is to you know, write your paper, get it published in a journal, but these journals are generally locked behind a, what we call the academic paywall. Um, so we want to actually broaden that. And, and as, a, as a researcher, I'd like you know, practitioners and people in management and even the general public to understand the research that we're actually doing in academia. And then that research can be disseminated to those people and they can understand how uh, academia is actually helping change uh, practices, especially in management and accounting, which I'm involved in. Right. And so uh, what are some of the leading social media networks out there academics can, can use for sharing, um, for example? Schools? Well, the, f- yep. the first one is uh, I always tell everybody to get themselves a, a Google Scholar profile. Um, so, you know, Google the big omnipresent giant, but they're very big in academia because what they do is they, they track the citations that you get to your articles. Um, there are a few competing um, uh, platforms such as ISI and Scopus, but what Google Scholar does is it's very inclusive. It looks at all sources of information that are actually citing works of scholars. And you set yourself up a profile so that you list all the papers that you've published and Google Scholar will give you the number of citations that you have. Uh, so it's a, it's a really nice uh, lagging indicator of uh, how much research uh, impact that you're having as a scholar. Um, I also use other platforms such as ResearchGate and Academia.edu. So these are uh, specially designed platforms for academics to again uh, post their work up on those uh, platforms. And especially when you have new work or uh, some, you may even projects in development, you can put those uh, projects and those the, the new things that you're publishing up on those websites. And they actually track how many people read and or use or download the material that you um, put up there. So this is a very good leading indicator because um, if I put something brand new up there and, and you know, paper gets 100 or 150 reads in a week, I know that, wow, I've written something that uh, people are very interested in and, and hopefully that will then lead into citations in the future. Right. And so you've uh, spoken a bit about this recently through introducing uh, those social media networks um, that academics can use. How, what, are the, what are some of the main advantages of using them? Well, it, it again leads to promoting your work amongst other academics so that you get more citations. Uh, we live in a publish or perish world, uh, whereas, you know, me as an academic, I actually, if I want to get a promotion, for instance, I actually have to uh, tell my 
uh, reviewers about my, my academic profile, how many papers I've published, what kind of impact that has, and it's an easy way of actually measuring your impact when you look at citations. Um, the other thing it actually offers is it, it's a, another communicative tool between you and other uh, academics because what happens is that they see your work, uh, they, they might have familiar, uh, similar work, um, so they can contact you. Uh, they, that opens up future channels for collaboration. So this is a, a very big thing in academic research is to be able to collaborate with international scholars and write papers that are not just written from one school but written from uh, more than one university, for example, um, because the, the rating agencies who look at schools say, well, international collaboration is a very important thing. So it actually opens up a lot more uh, opportunities for future research. And any caveats, are there any disadvantages in using um, social media to promote your work? Um, the disadvantages are the same as, as for the general public. Um, we haven't really talked much about Facebook or Twitter or those types of things, which are more, uh, you know, general communication channels that you can use. Uh, so, some academics have gotten a little bit of trouble maybe because of, uh, they put things up there that maybe they shouldn't. Um, but at the end of the day, it's the same as any social media platform. You, you need to put out onto the public domain what you're willing to to say and to promote in public. And if you need to say something privately or you have something that, that shouldn't be said, well, that, you, know, you shouldn't be using that as a communication channel. So you, you, know, you have to pick the, the communication channel for the type of communication that you actually want to have. So if you're promoting your research, for example, um, you know, I will put something up on ResearchGate, for example, or make an announcement on LinkedIn, and then that actually automatically then posts to my Facebook and to my Twitter. So it's just another extra means of uh, promoting to a wider audience. Right. And so just um, uh, unpacking what you were just saying before about um, Facebook and how some academics are actually sharing things that they shouldn't put up, just in a general sense, not giving any specific examples, but uh, what are some of the types of things that you you've, you may have seen academics put up that you, you think wasn't wasn't very appropriate, even um, if it was well, through Facebook? Or something? Uh, there's been some cases in Australia where somebody's uh, expressed a personal opinion on Facebook, uh, and that it might be in contravention to the beliefs or the um, attitude of the university that employs them, and there's been a little bit of trouble around that. So it's a bit of, it's a, it's a freedom of speech issue, really. So is is somebody allowed as an academic to have uh, have the right to say what they want to say. Um, so it, it gets, again, gets back into the same kind of caveats that you would have with a normal person. You know, if you're going to say something that's, you know, libelous, um, you shouldn't really be posting that on social media. And anybody who you know, posts anything that's libelous would expect, I guess, to have the appropriate sanction. Um, but if you're expressing a personal opinion, uh, there's, you know, they're, they're saying there's a fine line between uh, your personal opinion and, and what your maybe your employer can say. Um, but at the end of the day, it's the same thing. Uh, you, you just if, if it's something that you truly believe in and, and you have that freedom of speech, um, that's a very good thing because that's why we do have social media so people can actually you know uh, say what they, they need to say um, with, within the context of, of expectations of society, I guess. Great. And uh, so going back to um, just research in general and sharing that via social media, is there any type of research that academics should be wary not to share through social media? Yeah, um, I guess it depends on the type of researcher that you are. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in, in accounting, but people say, oh, it's all very technical. But really what I do in accounting is I'm, I'm a social scientist. So I'm, I'm commenting on the social implications of 
accounting in society. So, to, to you know that that stuff's not really uh, how would you call it secretive or patentable or or, or you know no, there's no trade secrets in it. So you know that's something that that, that uh, our research paradigm generally encourages because that's actually what we want to do. We actually want to provide social commentary on the impact of accounting and management on society. But you could be a researcher, say, in, in medicine or engineering, and you're working on something with uh, companies and which may have commercial value in the future. Obviously, that kind of research is kept under wraps until such time that all the commercialization, the patenting, copyright, all that kind of stuff is, you know, the IP issues are sorted out. And then, then social media then becomes a platform for possibly advertising that finding after, uh, you know, all those kind of issues have been been resolved. So there, there can be a, a timing issue and, a, you know, a, a, you know, IP issue, depending on the type of research and, and, and what it is you're trying to disseminate. So comparing, uh, well, I mean, technology's made an enormous impact in the last decade and a half, particularly in the noughties. Uh, comparing then and now, what do you see as the, um, the broader impact, if any, of, um, of, the so- of social media on academic research say now and then leading into the future as well well i I think it impacts on the research and the dissemination you know for example um uh, i i've actually uh, written an article where i've called some of my uh uh, you know more esteemed colleagues a little bit technophobes because they they you know they they still like the paperwork and they still like doing things the old way um and in technology for example in my field you know we do a lot of uh, document analysis so you know Manually coding documents is is a is a major challenge, uh, but now the technology uh, allows us to code hundreds, if not thousands, of documents. So we can develop different insights into what's happening uh, from being able to access more data. That and because we can access more data and have deeper insights, then we can understand uh, better how uh, you know <clears throat> the research that we are doing impacts the society, and we can come up with more reliable um, uh, findings as well. So then you have the, uh, the opposite side of the card where now you've, you've got your findings and then you need to disseminate those findings. Whereas, as I said earlier, you know, the traditional way was to just publish in an academic journal. We did very little uh, media or social media uh, dissemination of that. And now we have these new tools that we have new, a new outreach, uh, for, for uh, instance. And that new outreach actually, I think, makes us more relevant. And uh, so for the uninitiated, and to conclude, what general approach do you recommend for, for sharing content? Where do people start? Where do academics start? I think you should start in the more, uh, the more popular programs. Um, as I said before, the platforms like Google Scholar, uh, ResearchGate, Academia.edu, they're extremely um, useful. Um, some recent research that Emerald Journals uh, did with, uh, I think it was Groningen University, has showed that these are the most popular platforms for academics to actually network and, and share their, their research. So if you want to do this and you want to have impact, um, these are the places to start. Um, there are other uh, things like LinkedIn. Uh, you know, I've got a very good LinkedIn following, and I also have some special interest groups on for, for example, corporate reporting, which I, I'm a regular blogger on, um, and I do that regular blogging as well. So it's a matter of just using the social media to, you know, to get your stuff out there. People know who you are. You know, why don't I go to a conference now? People uh, come up to me and say, "Oh, I've wanted to meet you because I've seen your stuff on social media and I've read your work." And uh, uh, you know, 
it, it sets me up, it sets my career up, it sets my uh, my presence as an academic up to the point that I'm seen as an expert on particular areas. So they, if you want to develop your career, as an, especially early career academics, uh, I think it's an essential thing to do.